0: What's up, everyone? Thank y'all for joining me with Buzzle and Marlo. I am Warren Marlo. All right, guys. It is Friday, which means a new episode is brought to you by yours truly. Hey, y'all. I hope everyone's had a good week, a good day. It is Friday. One more day till the weekend. So all I can tell y'all, dude, all all y'all can do is just get through this day. All we got to do is get through this day, guys, is the weekend weekend saturday sunday let's go Woo! hey a little bit about what's going on this weekend guys i am celebrating a big big deal i'm turning that dirty 30 yes guys i have hit a milestone my 20s are gone (laughs) i'm no longer in the 20s anymore oh man oh man that's right, guys. 30 years old, still lean, still mean, and still look pretty good, I must say. I look pretty dang good for a 30-year-old. You know, I get told all the time, I, I, and everybody knows that I'm a gym rat. Everyone knows that I kind of, I really take pride of how I look and stuff. And everybody always would tell me, wait till you get 30. Get in your 30s, and we'll see if you still have that body. See if you still... Can just show off that chest like you do, and man, I'm proud to say I can. So, woo! in everybody's back. was good. Um, but uh, yeah, it's I'm turning 30. Uh, Saturday, May 22nd it is my birthday. Um, I'm sure we're gonna have a lot of friends, family, and just have a good time. Looking forward to it. Uh, hope I get the chat with my son. On FaceTime, that would definitely mean the world to me and be one of my most favorite birthday guests would obviously be able to talk to him. A little bit also on that episode, guys, my last episode that I published last week regarding child support and the court system regarding child support, uh, I want to simply say thank you for all the great feedback that y'all have given that episode. Uh, I think everything positive everything was positive with this i think it actually helped some people that are possibly just starting to deal with it um people that have also went through it and i think it also could just see that they weren't alone um even for someone like me uh people would think oh probably got everything in order and stuff like that no it took time and it took patience for me uh, one problem solver was basically professional wrestling. Really, was mainly my therapy. So, uh, everybody asked me what got me in there. This was it. So, I mean, I just simply want to say thank you for all the all the great listens, feedback, everything. This was one of our highest listened podcast episode of Buzzing with Marlow Was my own biased opinion. Chatting with my co-host Marcus Jerry and me giving our opinions about the court system and child support and me basically saying my personal life story of me enduring it me witnessing it me having to go through it still having to go through it uh never gets easier but you have to make what the best of it is because regardless you're gonna have to do it it's court order you're gonna have to it's just that um if you haven't checked that episode out, you can check it out on all our platforms that we are on iHeartRadio, Podcast, um, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Speaker, uh, Castbox. I think that's some of the few, of course, Anchor. Um, a good portion of them that I know so far in the back of my head. I am also on Red Circle. Uh, we are on SoundCloud. We are on, I'm in the works. Almost getting on podcast one. I'm looking forward to that one. That one I'm really working diligently to possibly get on to that platform soon. We are also on like I think 42 different platforms. I can't really name them all off the rip. Uh, Sound FM. We are also on that one as well. Um, I'm in the works. Still working on getting on YouTube. I have two interview episodes on there. I think. For sure, is two episodes on YouTube. I'm still working with that, guys. Stay patient with me. I know people have been asking about downloads for YouTube. Uh, I'm still working with it. I mean, I'm not the best electronic person at this. I've gotten really good with editing. But when it comes to putting stuff on YouTube, it's just rocket science to me sometimes. So I'm working on that. I'm definitely going to get that working for everybody. I know everybody's been asking about that one numerously is on YouTube. Uh, and I'm also working on getting on Apple. All Apple platforms, for sure. Uh, we're in the works of getting on Clubhouse. So y'all stay tuned for that one. But, those are the platforms y'all can listen to all our episodes on. Obviously, you can find out all the... If you haven't, like or follow my Instagram. My Instagram, of uh, Buzzing with Marlo page. Or the real Buzzing with Marlo on my Facebook. All my social media platform ones. Uh... Also on Twitter, at uh, Buzzing with Marlo. Uh, yeah, at Buzzing with. Obviously, it won't let me put Marlo at the end of it. But it's at Buzzing with. That's on my Twitter. You could always stay updated to the episodes. Always find out news about who we're going to be interviewing a day before. I always publish this an announcement a day before the episode just to get everybody hyped up, ready to go. And then, of course, I put the episode every Friday, every Friday morning. Guaranteed, you will see a new episode on Friday mornings guaranteed uh, but yeah those are how y'all can follow with us and stay in touch with us so guys I know y'all are waiting so today's episode I am bringing a blast from the past when I say that guys I am bringing back I'm bringing a friend that I have known since elementary school this girl knows almost everything about me uh, <laughs> I've known her for a very long time And, um, I'm looking so forward to doing this chat today because the person I'm chatting with is Michelle Johnson. Michelle Johnson, me and her have known each other since elementary school, uh, real close friends, um, great times. What we're going to really discuss is basically life after high school, life of, from catching up time. I mean, we haven't talked in, I think three years, like literally seriously talked in three years. So obviously we're catching up on that. We're going to talk about her moving from Ferrandina, which she has been basically for all, all of the, as long as I've known her, living in Ferrandina, to moving to Jacksonville. Um, we're going to definitely talk about her being a owner of a goat. Yes, people, I am being serious. A owner of a goat. And Michelle is the last person I thought would be wanting to own a goat. So, we're going to definitely get into that one. We're also going to talk about Michelle, basically the life of being a single mom. Uh, She has a beautiful boy named Demario. Basically, has raised this boy, literally by herself. Literally, obviously from her mom and sister and stuff from them. Shout out to them, helping her through these tough stages, but obviously raising a a beautiful little boy that she has not really had help from obviously the father and stuff like that so we're going to definitely talk about life and experiences of that and we're going to just basically reminisce on some of the past memories that we have a lot of great laughs and we're even going to talk about some some sad moments obviously the passing of our two great friends Aaron Philogem and Keith White um, we're going to basically reminisce some great memories that we have in them. Um, and also talk about just some of our real close classmates that we have known. Shout out to class of 2011. Uh, I still believe one of the best classes out there. Even though now we are definitely hitting 10 years. So obviously we're going to be anxious to find out when that reunion is. So shout out to Yulee High School and obviously Fernandina Beach High School. Because that's where Michelle went. And we're going to talk about just... Some old high school memories, some stuff that she has gone through now, and lastly, we're going to just talk about what's the future hold for Michelle. So guys, sit back, relax, enjoy this episode, because this is going to be a lot of laughs and bringing up a lot of things from the past. So, hope y'all are ready for this. So when we come back, guys, we will be joined with Michelle Johnson. All right, I'm
1: joined with Michelle Williams. How are you
0: doing, my friend? I'm doing okay. All right. How you? How's the weather treating you? You enjoying it right now? I know you don't Ooh. like cold.
1: I'm loving it. I'm about to really want to just go outside and just cook some oysters right now.
0: Oh God. Ugh. 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 All right. That's stunning, right, Michelle. I'm guessing the world knows you like oysters now, but um, tell us about yourself.
1: Let's see. I am from Fernandina Beach, Florida. I just resigned to Jacksonville, Florida. Um, It's really not that much about me. I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. And when I'm not working, I'm a goat lover
0: and a mom. Mm-hmm. You' about to explain that one. <laughs> you' about to explain that. One. All right, I'm gonna let everybody know. Me and Michelle have known each other since middle school. Um, I have actually so much elementary,
1: elementary, elementary.
0: Exactly. Okay, elementary. That's even way further back in the dusty ages. So <laughs> now, the, what I tell y'all about me and Michelle is we have had a love and hate relationship all through that time. So. For this girl to sit here and say she a goat lover, that is the most shocking thing I have ever heard in my dog home life. <laughs> okay, All this right, is how explain this about happens. This explain His about, name this is
1: Spartacus Maximum Williams. He turned one January the 1st. He's um, a pygmy goat. I got him from Alabama. Uh, basically while everybody was in quarantine uh, doing what they do best, uh, I took and spent $220 and bought a goat.
0: You still live in an apartment complex?
1: No, I have a house, but Spartacus is in O'Neill. He's in the country. <laughs> uh, he has a uh, plenty of things to do out there. He has dogs the headbutt, cats the headbutt. He loves going on walks. He's a bougie goat. Just how they say goats um, eat everything. That goat does not eat anything that hits the ground. He does not eat anything that is spoiled. He likes liquor. He likes chips. And before anybody try to call animal control on me, yes, goats can have alcohol because it has, it cleans out the bacteria in their four stomachs.
0: So how much research did you do before you decided to buy a goat?
1: You know, I've been thinking about buying a goat for the longest. I did a lot of research of my what, auntie
0: Marina what what do? You just wanted to have a goat out of anything going on. Like you could have had any animal. You could okay, so,
1: so in quarantine, while everybody else was on lockdown, getting fat or getting kids, I decided to get a goat because I'm not gonna gain any weight because I have a high metabolism and I don't want any more kids. So the goat <laughs> was the last resort. <sighs> who wouldn't want a goat though like that's like something that you would be like yeah i have a goat
0: so how many days how many days of the week do you take care of the goat
1: when i get off of work i stop by i see him i feed him a granola bar because he likes granola bars i take him on a little walk around the little neighborhood and then I go home. He's not that much to take care of, really.
0: <laughs> All right. So in that area that you said that the goat's held in us, <laughs> are y'all the only, only owners with a goat?
1: We are. We are. Uh, the lady that stays down the road from us, she just had a baby horse. My Uncle James had a billy goat, but it died. So I'm the only person that You're has goat a
0: goat goat owner right now. That's a, um... that's a big reputation right there.
1: I'm trying to
0: get another one. Oh my goodness, Michelle! All right, uh, <laughs> all right. So now I, we know the story about the goat. Um, you said you were you were born and raised basically in Ferndale. Um, you now just resigned in Jacksonville. Welcome to the promised land. Uh, what part of Jacksonville?
1: The North Side.
0: North Side. Okay. So, what changes has it happened for you now moved into Jacksonville other than where you used to be in Fernandina, uh, Fernandina beach. If anybody doesn't know is basically the old Island area connected to what we all know now, which was is amazing because I used to have to explain so many times when I say, Hey, we're from Yulee, Oh, I had to say we're from Fernandina. So people would know where we're from now. It's like, Oh, it's close to Yulee So now everybody knows where Yulee is. It's amazing to me. So, obviously, Fernandina is a real nice area. I haven't been in a while. Uh, they have
1: built up out there. It is basically a tourist town.
0: It's gotten better or worse?
1: I mean, the road work ain't done yet, but, I mean, they're building up out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, last time I went to Yuli, I went on a 5 o'clock traffic type day on a weekday. <laughs> Um, I didn't know traffic was almost as bad at, that I live on Blanding now compared to in Yulee. <laughs> I didn't know that was that bad now. Uh, I mean, crazy. Obviously, that road works. Hopefully, eventually, maybe in the next two or three years, y'all might be up and running again. But uh, you do have a little boy. Tell us a little bit about your little boy.
1: His name is Demario Williams. I'm actually sitting here looking at him right now while he's sitting on my floor looking at me. Uh, he's eight. He will be nine in June. He's, mm-hmm. he's an anime lover.
0: He's an anime lover? Yeah. That is a whole far-fetched one that I would have expected you on on that one. I was waiting for him to be a diehard awesome. Disney fan.
1: He likes good speeches. Actually, I tried to get him into Disney, it did not work. His uh favorite, I want to say, is Bartito. Am I correct, oh. Mario? Oh. Yes, I am. He was Bartito for Halloween. I, I know it's, oh. it's far from <laughs> what everybody expected my child to be like, but um, Fire Force okay. And next will be Fire Force. I don't oh, know okay. what none of that is. <laughs>
0: Uh the only anime I ever remember was Dragon Ball Z and Pokémon. So <laughs> I'm like Pokémon is oh, anime. It is.
2: It's,
0: it's made in Japan. I'm so, sorry.
1: Correction, Pokémon is anime. I just got told by an 8-year-old. I'm I'm sorry. I don't need the, I don't need that, the anime lovers uh, coming from me. It it is. The only anime I ever watched was Kiki's Delivery
0: There you go. Hey, we learned some. We always learn something new. Um, tell us a little bit about Demario. I know him being fan favorite of anime and stuff. Like, what's some challenges that you've had witnessing, obviously raising a son, uh, knowing from me having a little boy, which I thought was crazier, knowing that you had a little kid more than people thought was I was having a kid, but apparently mine was mind blowing. Uh, knowing <laughs> that I have a little boy.
1: Mine was uh, very mind blowing because I, I I didn't want kids, but um, oh, he yeah. he's um he's his mother.
2: He's literally
0: <laughs> you as a boy.
1: Uh, it's it's a challenge having a boy. Uh, it's it's a little bit easier than having a girl. I could tell you that much. Um,
0: oh, I, I'm sorry, Michelle. I don't see another duplicate. <laughs> Obviously, no. A-, a girl. A- tell that doctor just that. Try to. Try to figure something else out on that one. Make sure that's for the boy.
1: <laughs> I, I really wanted a girl. You know? He he's, he's Live well,
0: Bet. I, I'm pretty sure you wanted a girl.
1: But I have a mini me. He's he's definitely he does not look like his mother. But um if anybody knows me, he, he acts like his mother. Mm-hmm. He has my mouth. <laughs> he agrees with that. <laughs> Uh, some of the challenges <laughs> I faced having a boy is nobody never told me that they was gonna be this active. <laughs> At the age of three, he climbed out on a roof and told me he was going to fight crime <laughs> with a ninja tort with the ninja turtles, you know. So I bet you that I was know. your favorite memory. And um he uh he's a challenge, you know. You learn something new every day. Nobody never really told me having a boy was going to be this crazy and this fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in, you know. It's, it's,
0: it's... What, what I tell people basically when when obviously when you have a kid in the world, um, the only thing that's going to change is just realize that you're not just relying on yourself anymore. That child is relying on you as well, and you have to basically just make time for the child like you have to realize you can't be so selfish with life anymore knowing that you have a little boy or a little girl just depending on you to basically build them up to get them prepared for the world build them up for them to obviously grow and stuff like that um i love how you just said that just tells you demario has a very good imagination and it's hard to see kids nowadays that because, I mean, just with the tablets and everything like that now, it's like you don't really get to see a kid's imagination anymore. And one thing I'd say is bitter. It's funny, sometimes crazy at times, is just how kids communicate nowadays. <laughs> it's just amazing to see how kids interact. Like, even some of like my little girl, how she can't really talk fully yet, but... Good Lord. It sounds like she could speak to a Chinese person if she wanted to like literally it just keeps going. And she just talked to somebody like literally understand what they're saying. And it's just crazy to see how more it adapts. It get every single time. Obviously with my son, with him being eight, he's about to be nine. Oh my goodness. Um, I've been in his life through that time, but obviously not fully. Uh, Not really my choice at times, but still, I do what I can on it. But I really got to experience fatherhood. And it's pretty, I don't know if it's wrong to say this, is when my daughter came into the world. And the way how you say kids are very active, my daughter is me with Samantha's looks. That's Annabelle. Like literally, I did not realize how much energy I have compared. When I see my little girl, she is literally the Red Bull logo. <laughs> I think that's literally really
1: any child right now until you give them a tablet or a place. Just like Demario, he has an iPhone. Like I had to give him a phone because this boy will blow everybody up off of my granny phone till he finds whatever he needs. Being that he's, <laughs> he's the first great grandson and the great first grandson in the first grandson all around in my family. So being that he is spoiled, so I was like since DeMario will DeMario will find me. He he does not care where I'm at. He's better than the FBI. So if he knows <laughs> I need to be somewhere, he will FaceTime me and be like, "Uh Mommy, where are you at?" And I'm like, "I'm on my way." Okay. So it's it's basically it's I guess having a boy teaches you unconditional love. So it's it's fun having him because I don't know know what's going to come out his mouth next. And seeing a little me grow up in this world is quite scary.
0: You start you start to look at people that people knew you and you go, I'm sorry. Was I this bad? I do.
1: <laughs> I do. I look at my mama and I'd be like, was I like this? And she'd be like, you was 10 times worse. And I'm like, I am so sorry. Like If you had to, I'm, like, if anybody had to deal with my attitude, I am so sorry that you had to deal with it because- now I just look and just be like, I really just want to fight him some days of the
0: week. <laughs> hey, I remember when teachers told us, hey, when you have a kid, you will understand everybody's struggles. And I mean, I used to think it was just words, but it's really true. Uh, like I said, the only way, the way I started realizing that is with Annabelle. Now, my, don't get me wrong. Matthew's got a little mouth on him and he knows when he can use it and when not use it. And the best time he'll like to do it is when I'm not really expecting it in ways. And then he'll want to do it and then thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. And I'll be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, like, <laughs> and then he'll just be like trying to mock me. I'm like, no, sir. I mean, look, look, in a way I, a little bit softer with him in ways when it goes to punishment, just because I don't have him full time. So it's like my daughter, bless her heart. she, I'm on her rear end on any little thing, she does. But when it comes to Matthew in ways, it's because I'm not with him 24-7. It kind of like I don't want him to have that memory every time that he's here. I'm doing something bad for him. Like, I'm punishing him every single time. I kind of, like, love it off until it's, like, the fifth or sixth try, and I'm like, look, dude, you got to chill. Like, even with him being special needs and stuff, I'm like, look, man, you got to try to change it up a little bit on me. Like, sometimes it's just like, oh, okay. I look at my mom. I'm like, is this reminding you of anyone? She's like, yeah, you. And I was like, there ain't no way. <laughs> there ain't no way. It's
1: crazy because it's just like he would. I get tried. I guess I get tried every day because I'm the only parent. So I get tried almost like every day. I get tried. I get tested. To see how much, like he was like, hmm, I want to, I want to see how bad I could, like one week. I don't know what it was. I don't know if because it, it was a full moon. I don't know if it was just try mommy week. I don't know what it was, but that he tested my whole entire life lessons. Like he just tested them that week. I told him I will send you to a fire station.
0: <laughs> People, let me tell you, she ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i
1: really want to sit here to a fire station because i think i will really be bored no i'm
0: just saying like but for you to get that mad, i i've seen you mad in in ways like i will say this though your anger gets triggered so much quicker and faster than i've ever actually. like i think not
1: no more like in high school oh y'all used no to, more y'all used to test me so much in high school till it was not even funny but it's like now I mellow out so much. I have so much patience for so much stuff now. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I just be like, okay, all right, I'm gonna let you slide at one time. Okay, I'm gonna let slide. Then it's like when he gets to that number three, I be like, are you kidding me? Didn't I just tell you to leave me alone? Like my patience now, I think is much. That's Where the that
0: hair start sticking up, and you just and you just go to mad psycho after that, and like, uh. Uh-uh. That's I it. feel like I <laughs> did it backwards. Jump. Like
1: I really feel like I was backwards with mine. Like in middle school and high school, I was triggered easily. Like Aaron and them, they would used mm-hmm. to come to me when somebody bothered them and I'd just go off. But it's like now it's just like I'm done calm and mellow out so
0: much. My nickname for you in high school is Firecracker. You were the smallest one, but you would always be the one to try to hurt somebody. Literally, like anyone that needed someone to fight for, they come to you. I was like, oh, you're going to get a little firecracker. All right, here we go. You're not going to bother. <laughs> I, mean, no, I, I don't
1: like bullying. So you're not going to bully somebody and think that it's okay. Like, I tell Demario all the time when he goes to school, I'd be like, listen, unless somebody hits you or somebody. said, I said, like, I teach him, like, your, your mama jokes. <laughs> like, I don't know if nobody else does that, but I teach my son. Like, if somebody call you, like, I'd be like, you ugly. He'd be like, your mama. I'd be like, good job. Good job. You learn it. Like, you learn it. That way, like, his feelings, like, they be like, oh, your mama this. He be like, okay, your mama is this. So, therefore, I don't want him to feel like they can say anything to him and he has to take it. Like, I taught him that. And I told him, don't. I said, if somebody hits you, you go tell the teacher. Now, if the teacher don't Mm -hmm. do nothing after they hit you, I said, you knocked them out. I said, and then we're going to go get some ice cream if you didn't start the fight first. If you start the fight first, we're going to have a conversation. You didn't start the fight first. We're going to get ice cream. You know, you're not on punishment. but
0: That's where you're faking in front exactly of you faking. it.
1: Exactly. Like, oh, Demario, you shouldn't have did that. And then I'd be like, okay, good job. We're going to get ice cream. You did that. No, 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 you're not in trouble. Like, he felt like he was in trouble one day because a little boy brought a knife to school and he told the teacher. And he what? Was, yeah. He goes, to South, he goes to Southside Elementary in Fernandez and a little boy brought a knife to school. And he told the teacher and he was just like, I feel like, he's like, I feel bad because I told him my friend. I said, don't feel bad for telling because he could have hurt you.
2: Been yeah, rude. I said,
1: he could have cut you or cut himself. I said, if he would have cut you, me and his mama would have had some words because that's my baby. You can't mess with him. Like you just can't. Everybody know the Mario mama does not play by him. Cause he's <laughs> my only, like he's my one and only. And being that like I'm a single parent in this, it's like I have to be I feel like I'm more protective of him.
0: hmm.
1: I try not to be, but it's hard.
0: That's your it's your son. I mean, reality like i mean you know me well I, I was i was mellowed at ways but for like fight problems my dad told me flat out i will more be mad if you don't win <laughs> and you just start i think fight. that's what if everybody
1: you, parent told them
0: literally i mean and you know it personally at hand. like some of the fights i, I had like I, if I lost, I, I knew my dad was gonna beat my rear end. Like I knew for a fact, like right off the rip. Like yeah, but you were so you mellow
1: was, that nobody
2: really. This? I'm not. Have to put your face in there.
1: Like, well, like you was mellow, so like nobody really bothered you. Cause they know once, like you, you'll be like, okay, now I'm going to cuss your ass out. Like we know when you got mad, cause your face turned red. <laughs>
0: Yeah, hey, there you go.
2: And we we'll be like, okay.
0: Oh. Turn red, and then and then I would just I would just go nuts. Like if I if you triggered me, that was it. Exactly. <laughs> you triggered me, that was it. <laughs> I I think the most times I ever got mad, I think it was was just with basketball games. Like literally, I think sporting events, I was the only times that I was really ever mad. I don't really remember anything like school-wise, just someone just pissing me off so fucking much. I remember one kid Pissed me off, and this is when I had my damn glasses, and um, he pissed me off so bad because he called me something with it, and just kept going, and I think he pushed me or something. I broke my glasses instantly and just started welling Yeah,
1: but you. (laughs) And then uh, the the first thing my mom said, "By focus, you."
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Here we go. All right, here we go. Keep it going. I'm done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. nah go ahead.
1: we're going back I,
0: in the rain, I guess. I'm Go done. I was I was really skinny back then. I'm done. Oh, oh, yeah, Okay. If anybody wants to know, I had glasses and braces at the same freaking yeah, time. And, yeah. And my mom decided to schedule it literally at the same time. Funny thing is, I called to school late because I had to get braces and glasses. And when I walked in the door, it, you could hear a pin drop. Like literally just everybody looked at me. They didn't even know who I was at first. And then the teacher looks at me and goes, "Oh, Warren, you got glasses and braces too." I was like, "Man, you're making it worse. Like, stop!" Don't forget, you used <laughs> to come
1: in there with him WWE shirts on.
0: Yes, I did. There ain't nothing wrong with
1: it. You want to hear something
0: funny? Mario Bob? is
1: named after Mario Kart Brothers.
0: I had a feeling. I I had a feeling something like that because I remember. If it was a girl, it'd been involved in no, involved probably if it Tinker was a girl. girl Tinkerbell would probably been one of them.
1: If it was a girl, her name was gonna be Malia Nicole. I didn't have boy names because I didn't want a boy. So
0: What other boy name did you have drawn in?
1: Uh
0: uh-uh. uh. None? So you literally just came up with the Mario this is, just up of happened. Mario Kart.
1: I was like I said, he's the um, He's the first. So they kept calling me about the baby shower and calling me about why haven't I came up with a name yet, all that. So I was mm-hmm. like, can y'all leave me alone? I'm playing the Mario Brothers. And I was like, wait a minute. The Mario. Like That kind of got a cute little ring to it. I was like, okay. So, the Mario.
0: So you made sure it wasn't going to say Mario, you said Demario. De-Mario. It's
1: spelled, now, in the, in the baby meaning book, it's spelled D-E. And I was like, Maybe it's going to be different.
0: Yeah. It's spelled
1: D-A-M-A-R-I-O.
0: Yeah. I, I actually like it. It's, it's it stands different. for Brave. Um, and
1: and I think he go. wears that very, Name. very well.
0: <laughs> I remember in wrestling, you were based off your gimmick. Uh, I think Demario really holds that, that word really well. Brave. He's got you as a mama. So I, he's very brave. You know what I'm saying? He like, I have known a first... Exactly. Oh my goodness. I remember when I first met you. Gosh, let me see if I. Let's go back a little, a little bit. <laughs> I remember when I first met you. Wait, what? You said it was elementary to... school? Didn't you go no, to. Fernandina?
1: I didn't leave y'all until high school and went to Fernandina. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, middle school up all the way in It was
1: elementary we 'cause like, y'all had the teacher that across the hall and we used to play basketball together and all. Yeah.
0: That's right. Yeah. Oh dang I can't believe I forgot that. That's right. Yeah, while yeah, all the, right. the girls
1: was out there um, standing around talking about in sync and stuff, I was always with the boys playing basketball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So all right, let's go about let's go with this. So talk about um life in high school a little bit um and then we'll go on with that. Uh, tell us about that. So why did you transfer from Yuli? Obviously, to Fernandina? <laughs>
1: I stayed in trouble in Yuli. You
0: <laughs> damn sure did. You damn sure did.
1: Like I stayed in so oh much God. trouble in Yulee to it was not even funny. I got in my first fight in Uly Middle School because the girl was bothering my sister. um I got written up so many times in Uly to it wasn't even funny. I think it was that summer after me and Jacqueline got into it. My mom was just like, "That's it, you're you're going to Dina
0: And you are best friends. <laughs>
1: I know, right? But I was standing. I was standing up for something <laughs> that I
2: believed in.
1: So that's how we fell out. I was standing up for something that I believed in. So uh, okay. it was crazy. But uh, uh, I went to Fernandina. So
0: you went to Dirty I Dina. I
1: hated Dirty Dina. Did not like them people in Dirty Dina. Don't care. Do not want to go to Fernandina. I want to go back to Yuli. In Fernandina, mm-hmm. I found out the true meaning of being
0: bullied. Really? And Fernandina?
1: Shocking, I know, right?
0: I mean, if you really think about it, and Fernandina, and this is one way I'll describe it. Like, all the games and stuff, like, I've played in my past, like, I'll tell people all the time, nothing mo- momentum-wise when we played sports was it when we played against Fernandina. Like, that game, you could have the worst two teams at, and we would ball out like both teams, it would be to because the end of the game. Like completely, team. completely. I remember completely cool. when I was on not, not even that. Now the funny thing is what I say is that is we all played in the backyard and stuff. Like literally, like me, Tay, Tay Alford, Todd yeah, Kimball, all these guys. Like we were all in a school, and
1: that school. Oh, and, it, it was all Because West, West Nassau, Nassau and the Hilliard, they was their rivals. Yuli and Fernandino mm-hmm. was rivals. They didn't care if y'all played in the backyard. We did not care if you played if y'all hung out on the weekends together. I them. I mean, we gotten in a fight one
2: time. We're like brothers. exactly. It's just the <laughs> it's
1: just what team can you talk about the most. Now, see in Yulee it's crazy because yeah, when I went absolutely. to Yulee Middle School, I didn't get bullied. It was more of a a racist like a race card in in Yulee because I remember when I was in sixth grade, we walked around the school dressed in all black and all the like redneck ones they wore their little Dixie shirts and one boy didn't get in trouble for it because <laughs> it had a black person picking cotton on it and we were mad but in Ferndina like yeah in Ferndina Furn- put- yeah but was, see yeah. in Fernandina, it's different if you're not like I didn't grow up in Ferndina I grew up in Yulee and O'Neal, so mm-hmm. in Furn-Dina was a lot different because I didn't understand nothing that they were saying I, I didn't hang out with them like that like it was way different because arlesia my god sister she grew up in fairnee so i was known as arlesia god sister because my mama said i wasn't allowed to go across that bridge cuz that's where all the fast girls go at but she let me go to school there <laughs> so it was it, 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 it was a lot different it was high school was a lot a lot different i don't regret it mm-hmm. because it made me relax a little bit because I didn't get in that much trouble in Ferndina like I just stayed to myself but I, I mean I got in a fight
0: You were more focused on your grades I will say that you were way more focused on your grades in Ferndina than you were really in you
1: Yeah I didn't really care for I didn't care for Uli middle school I really did I really didn't I, I couldn't I couldn't. I could stand in the teachers. I couldn't oh, stand man. none of the this students. When I said, oh, "Okay, sure. not all of them, half per se." Okay, I say like twenty five percent. I couldn't stand. <laughs>
0: We're the ones that made you mad all I wanted time. to like <laughs> literally
1: just just stop going to school. At one point, I was like, "I don't want to be you." No Leave That's when my mom was like, "You want to Ferndina?" Went to Dina. I was like, "I really don't want to be in this one either." So then, after that, in like 10th or 11th grade, she pulled me out and put me in private school.
0: Oh, so you did go to a private school? What private school did you go to? I went to
1: the one right there by Paul Clark.
0: Oh, the. Yeah. Really? You went there all, what, for a year? Yeah, I'm sure you really would appreciate school again after that. I didn't know that was a private school for a longest time. I had a couple of friends that went out there because I used to play basketball in their in-court gym and they they would actually tell me that was really that a didn't school. Like I didn't like their uniforms. Huh? No, the funny thing is, here's a kick out of this. So you know how like I was with basketball. So they wanted me to go watch one of their things because Matt Guess was trying to talk me into going play over there because they had a good squad. And um, when I went to watch one of their games, I realized they have way more different age different wise to go out there and play in some games. Like I remember they had their seniors, their juniors, their freshmen, the eighth graders, the sixth, I think they stopped at sixth grade. And that's all in one team. I was just sitting there like, uh, uh-uh. uh, hey, no way I could have functioned with that. And then I stopped literally when I watched one of the games. One team was playing in sweatpants. I was like, What kind of school is this? <laughs> I was like, They can't afford their jerseys. What is this? <laughs> so you went for a year. What was your experience with that? I didn't like it. I get that, but what did you experience Basically, there? you know. They move a. Did you realize? Feel like you were yeah. a little more smarter. Yeah. In that yeah. school. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically all you can. I didn't like their uniforms. That. I felt like I was smarter, <laughs> and I
1: learned a lot about Jesus Christ. I said I didn't like the uniforms. Huh? Uh, I did feel a lot more smarter than half of them, and I did not like their uniforms.
2: You know, I, mean, I
1: don't like wearing clothes like that. You just. I was, I was, I was a
0: tomboy to that, the fullest. I say yes and no. I think when you went, I think when it came to that later stage out of middle school, that's when that tomboy phase was starting to really fade off.
1: Because
0: my mother off, was making it and fade you were moving that is, Oh, so it's mama's
2: fault. and who Why, hang the tomboy around, basically.
1: Boy. Like when I went to Fernandina. Like, I felt like I had to be a certain way to fit in. Like, because no, remember in Yuli, I was more, I hung out more of the preps than anything. So, in it like does, Fernandina, yeah. it was a lot different. They didn't really have preps. Mm-hmm. So,
0: which is shocking because I remember, <laughs> I remember one time they tried to. Kind of make a jibe out of it. They would all dress up to the Fernandina Yuli game. I think that's when Fernandina was going to go state. I think that's the year. Yeah, that's the first time I got to go on varsity. Me, Tario, and everyone went from JV and went and played on varsity that that exact same game. And that was the. I think that's the only time Fernandina ever blew Yuli out. And all the fans were dressed in like they were going to a formal or something. I think we had some <laughs> just to kind of like make fun of, trying to say like Yui was poor or something. I remember that one. I remember that one for sure. But I, dang, so there really wasn't that no, many. Get a
2: chair, out there. please.
1: Sorry, he was trying to get on top of the um for to get rice krispy treats with a bucket.
0: Hey. So That's a that single mom fun. life. All right, you just put something on it. So obviously with high school, now Michelle is graduating high school. She she made herself back to Ferendiem because she just couldn't do with first So what was the experience you had your senior year going into <laughs> obviously after you graduated? Is there anything that you would change? Yes. What was it?
1: I would have waited to have
2: a kid. <laughs> Dude, wait, yeah, what? I
1: wouldn't have worked without worked that and met my um supposedly baby father.
0: Okay. So is uh, the father in the in the kid's life at all?
1: How can I say this in a nice way? No, I had to take the first word out of it.
0: Okay. All right. I appreciate the level down, and you definitely have mellowed down. That's the case. <laughs> you definitely mellowed hard. down. That's the case. Because I remember, I was like, when I when I wanted to do this episode with you, I was like, you know what? It'd be a very good one, but I don't know what Michelle's going to bring out of me in this one because. There is so much history between you. Um, but, I mean, we've always been real close. One thing I'll say about you compared to so many other people,
2: we did have a history,
0: obviously, um, but you were probably the only one that I've actually still were friends with and close with still. And like how, like this right now, we, we kind of feel like we never even miss contact with each other. Which, in reality, I think this is the first time we've talked to each other in a year and a half, maybe two. I I don't know. I think everybody calls it when I'm messaging them to say, hey, about the wrestling match and stuff. Obviously, if that's the case, then I've kept in contact with everyone. But other than that, I haven't really kept all that close in contact. So now you have graduated high school. You are now... What was where did you go to college at all, or was it kind of like just not? It your
1: was family? my thing. I was actually supposed to start it. Supposed to? You're I was supposed, supposed to start to after started. my 19th birthday. I was supposed to start going to college,
0: but um. I I remember you went to. I remember you went to these little programs that actually yeah, was helping you get um, college. Bound. I went and in into like them.
1: That. Um, I was actually supposed to be going in for uh, social working. I was like mm-hmm. after my 19th birthday, so I was like 20, about to get ready. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, then come to find out I was um I was expecting.
0: I mean, when you told me I was
1: I kept it. Listen, I, I try to keep that under wraps so clean.
0: Hold on, did you hold on, Matthew and Demario are almost the same age. What, what, um, when is Ma- DeMario's birthday? Yeah, okay. <laughs> did I even tell you that I was having a child, or did we actually just run into each other? I think it was at one of the yeah, doctor's appointments did. we both ran into each other. I'm not saying the name, but yeah. So, that's actually how I we listened, found out. I kept <laughs> it
1: under hush, okay? I, my mom ran her mouth.
0: And the first day, you looked at me like there was no chance in hell I was going to have a kid. And then you were like, weren't you about to go play college ball somewhere? Weren't you already in school? And I was like, yeah. See,
1: and after that is crazy because <laughs> um, a lot of people didn't think I was pregnant. They was like, because I didn't start showing until I was like five months. So, like, I put, like, mm-hmm. I just put a picture up on Facebook. It was like, FYI, fun fact. I was five months pregnant on this picture, and was like, "No, you're not." I was like, "Yeah, I was." I didn't start showing; so I was like six months. So when I went to Shrimp Fest,
0: I mean, Jasmine was pregnant. She she tried to hide it so much, so much. Jasmine would always try to wear these dry fit things, trying to hold the stomach and stuff like that. And I think I was the only real one that she that knew that she was pregnant. And I was like Jasmine, like, "Don't those hurt?" She's like. Don't want people seeing Wait, me like Jasmine? this. <laughs> like I, I mean, What's huh? Jasmine we had? Oh, okay.
1: okay. See, I didn't even. And that's how that's how crazy it was. Um, I was so out of touch with everybody. So when I went to Shrimp Fest, that's that Shrimp Fest, I had on a red dress, and that's when everybody found out that mm-hmm. I was pregnant. I,
0: I yeah, just so everybody they, didn't really know. We they they knew
1: we, about we, it from we, Facebook. We, but they didn't really know per se.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, what challenges did you experience while the pregnancy? Uh,
1: during the pregnancy, I guess I experienced uh, I did it by myself. Like, that was the only real challenge.
0: I do mom really did you people. I will say this. Your mom is definitely your golden, your golden ticket. Uh, When I say golden ticket, I mean really a true person that anyone could look up to. Like when, uh, I try so hard not to say the name. To be unknown, Matthew's mom was (laughs) pregnant. My mom, I hate using that term. Because the only reason why I would use that term is if the father is a bad person. And that's one thing I'll say on that part. But my mom, you know how she was. My mom was my best friend, my support system, literally would do anything and everything to make sure I understand what's going to happen or actually help me better myself to get prepared for what was going to happen. And I could say that exactly well, about here's your the mom. mom the about that. Literally <laughs> everything for you.
1: The, I'm
2: oh,
1: not, you about, to kill, kill that, you about to kill that You about to kill
2: that You better stop it now I'm about to just, better, I mean, stop it now I, I love my mom my no, know, Anybody
1: out there that knows my mom They know my mom is a sweetheart Like Anybody that knows her like They knows that she is an automatic sweetheart Demario said yeah But When I told her I was pregnant That lady was I didn't tell her <laughs> I had just left the clinic I had to, okay, you I knew I was you. pregnant because he told me I was pregnant. And then after that, goodbye to Mario. <laughs> Go play your PlayStation. Thank you. So, after that, I took 12 pregnancy tests. And if anybody knows, 12. You a clear blue pregnancy test, if anybody knows, they're a lot of money. Took 12 of them. I did not believe I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I went to the clinic and they was like, oh yeah, you're pregnant. And I was like, no. He was supposed to be here July 21st, but something, he decided to come early. So, they told her, and um, for some odd reason, she thought that I was doing it because I love him, and I had to break it down to this lady that I'm not doing this because I love him. Like, I was bored, and that happened. Like I'm not even gonna lie, it's okay. I tell the story like he was my manager at McDonald's while I was working at. I know very ghetto. I was working at McDonald's. He was my uh manager. He took my phone from me, saw my cute pictures, put something in my phone, and that is how it happened. I was bored, and I had no. It didn't Have happen at gone? McDonald's. We started dating. Well, I don't really even say we was dating. We was talking. I, mean, I had just got out of a. Uh,
2: so the treatment. I got right. you. All
1: right. <laughs> so that's how that happened. And so I, that it happened. She told me before I went to go to this man's house she had a dream about fish. I said, "Well, I'm not pregnant." Then I got pregnant. Like she was she really honestly was trying to talk me into an abortion, but I don't believe in abortions. I told her straight up, I lay down, I I did it and
2: I think
0: I was I will i cut you off on that one second. Um when a mom says something like that, it's just because exactly. you're very young. And I'm not saying that any excuse for like hey, abortion, this, whatever. No, it's not excuse. I would say she just did not want you to go through that pain. And what she it, didn't. And she knew how um, it was going to end. Like she knew was, that.
1: Okay, he he. Yeah, you might as well just. But me being the person in the headstrong yeah. person that I am, yeah. she knew that I wasn't going to go
0: for it. Did you believe that that the guy that obviously you had the kid had to Mario with? Did you believe that y'all were going to be together, or did you already? Excuse my friend. It was Hell no. thing, and that's he
1: it. had took and went to Tampa. So when he went to Tampa, I was supposed to come to Tampa with him. I was supposed to be going down there after I had a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was too many rules to follow. Um, I couldn't get a job. I um basically would be raising. I basically was going to be in the house with a man that I was going to be raising a child by by myself. Because he was like, I can't go anywhere. You know, he wasn't going to help unless he was off that day. And the only place I was going to be going is to church. Anybody that knows me knows. That's not how this lifestyle is going to go. And that is not how I'm pissed to live. So I stayed up here. One thing I can say about my family, they get mm-hmm. on my last nerve. They do. They really do. But they was my rock behind it all. My sister was the one that went in the delivery room with me when I had the Mario. She threw me. Yep. She gave me oh, my no, baby she... shower. Now she's pregnant with my first nephew. So I get to do the same thing, even though she's engaged. So, everybody they loves Demario. The he's uh-huh. just like me. Like He's the first. But what I experienced in my pregnancy with him was I almost passed out. He liked to sit on arteries. And I would... Stupid. I passed out at a doctor's appointment. <laughs> uh, that was basically it. Other than that, well, he came a month early. That was about it. He was supposed to be here July 21st. Uh-huh. He came June 13th. Wasn't mad about it. Because my birthday is just... Well, no, yeah. because my birthday's July 22nd. It was my 21st birthday.
0: <laughs> You're ready to drink again. I That's didn't what? even drink.
1: <laughs> I went to dinner and I was ready to go back home till tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I, hey, don't don't feel bad. I remember when I turned twenty-one, Matthew is it's a month in and literally all I had was maybe Mike's Hard Lemonade, and that was it. Like literally, I, I changed completely when Matthew came in the world. Obviously, I've been selfish in ways when I had my lifestyle, but everybody knows me. I was strictly always playing basketball, stuff like that. Like I was always doing something active, and I would hang out with people, whatever. But I wouldn't be like one of these people. who's just like, oh, we'll throw it off, whatever. No. When Matthew came in the world, I got every attention that I could with him. The days I wasn't working, I was with him, hanging out with him, watching him. I remember when I was working night shift, Matthew would never sleep. So literally when I got home at like 4 or 5 in the morning, because my job was an hour away from Ferrandina, so I would stay up with him and I'd literally get two hours of sleep. I can't even tell you how many times on that. You you change and it's either it could be a good change or it'd be just a change. You don't know how to adjust to right off the rip. Obviously it's not ever going to always be easy. Uh, but it changes your character and not, I wouldn't say change your character. It just changes your outlook on what things do, what, what perspectives you have now in life. Because now, like you said, you have your little boy, obviously he came a month early, whatever. Uh, was, was it Nail smooth sailing, nice sailing a little bit? Or was it right off the he roof? He came. the dog
1: out the cage. Let, let <laughs> Oreo out the cage. But he had a nervous breakdown. He, um... So I had my baby shower, like... June 9th, I had my baby shower. So he came, basically, mm-hmm. June 13th. Four days after. I went in the... My bread, my um, water broke June 12th because my mama had me walking back and forth, even though I wasn't supposed to be walking because I had a bunch of fluids. She made me walk back and forth to my cousin's house. We stayed in NSR clubs, mm-hmm. and my cousin stayed straight across the street. I was walking mm-hmm. back and forth. Hey, being that I was walking back and forth, he it was it just broke. And like I told her about it, and she was like, Well, you're not having contractions, so until you start having pain, we can go to the hospital. I had to call my granny and be like, listen, this lady will not take me to the hospital, and his water is broke. So we went to Ferndina, and they transferred me to Jacksonville. And about... hmm That's what my you other daughter Transferred was to at. Jacksonville? So by June 13th... Oh. By June 13th, 2 o'clock oh. in the morning, I was told I was about to have emergency um, C-section because Demario decided to stop cooperating after I got my upper door. So... They put I was on anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy thing about it. Like I woke up after they was, they don't pull him out. Like I think I, I think I got a glance at him, but being under anesthesia, you don't really know. I asked was the first question I asked was, was he dead? Yeah, like yeah. that was my offer. I said, Oh my God, is he dead? And my sister was like, No, I'm looking at him. He's pretty. If she would have never touched my face, I would have never woke up. Cause I wasn't supposed to be woke. So mm-hmm. after that, I woke up again. I started crying because my daddy was like, he's gonna take me to up. Uh, get me some Popeye's chicken and at that time I did not like Popeye's chicken so I started crying because I didn't want Popeye's so that morning they woke me <laughs> up at 6 o'clock and come to find out I had had a pound pound little bouncing Demario Wyatt Williams and they said he was up looking at everything being nosy he did not like people touching him he had to stay in um, the incubator for like four a week so, I would drive all the way from Fernandina to Jacksonville every mm-hmm. day just to sit with him.
0: Was it? Kind he of like came. I
1: think they had like my that? dates wrong because they said if he would have stayed until July, he would have been a 10 pound baby. Mm-hmm. But he came in June. So, they was like, he's yeah. just a preemie. Um, he had laryngitis, it's when basically the skin is like yellowish. And mm-hmm. he wasn't really. Eating, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when he started eating and stuff, that's like he's free to go home. He passed his car seat test, all that, and he graduated from the incubator room in the Wilson Children's Hospital and came home. He would not cry Mm -hmm. like when you have to wake up every four hours to feed him, he would just be over there staring, just looking in his crib. So I was like, Oh, okay, you're up. Mm -hmm. And then when we took him to get his first shots, that's when we found out that he had lungs.
0: Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> you found out he had lungs first to him, huh? You want know to know the craziest thing is about my daughter? She got three shots. <laughs> Laughed at them. Laughed at them. Like, I'm cringing for her. Like, I- I'm telling you right now, I became a softie when it comes to her. One of some things, like, oh, is she okay or something like that? I think I've leveled down a little bit more now, but – when she got her shots, I was more terrified for her than she was. Like, and obviously, Samantha, Samantha can't do shots at all. When I tell you someone that cannot take a shot, my wife is the person. I got to witness that first firsthand when she was pregnant where she had to get, what kind of shot was it? I think it was an anesthesia shot. I can't remember which one it was. Samantha was crying for dear life. Like, someone just kidnapped her. And I'm just looking at my mom. We're both in the room. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, is this really a grown woman crying like this? Like, we literally kidnapped her or something? She's oh, like, I cried I with my own epidural day. shot. So, yeah, literally. Long, oh, listen.
1: If she got an epidural shot, let me tell you. That is a long, <laughs> long needle that they stick in your back.
0: Oh, she had a rough labor. Let's put it this way. We, we went in there Monday morning. Which the funny thing is because I went to the gym because I was like, you know what? Because the gym was like right close to Orange Park Medical. And I told Samantha, I was like, call me and let me know when it is. We were supposed to go at 5 o'clock in the morning. They didn't get her into the her room until 10 o'clock a.m., 10 a.m. So we're already pissed off about that. Annabelle didn't even come until around, was it 8 or 9? I can't remember. I will get in trouble for it, but... <laughs> I think oh, Samantha not. went almost eight hours. No, <laughs>
1: like <laughs> eight mm-hmm. hours
0: in labor, and this girl went through. hell. Let's put it this way: you how you said just about epidural? They put it in See, the wrong they area. they did that same problem. I mean, I
1: told them if they don't get it right the second time, we're gonna have us a problem.
2: Samantha yeah, like I scratched so mine. Now I, of it. She still gave me more feet
1: the after the because um, I had emergency, you section, which I'm thankful that. It, that I did because he has a big head. But at the same time, with having an emergency C-section, like I'm thankful how they cut me because it's no scar. But they gave me morphine. I know, because they use glue. They gave me morphine, and when they gave me morphine, Mm -hmm. morphine makes you itch like you're a crackhead. And if anybody say no it don't, yes it does. You will be itching like you literally lost your life. Because morphine really is like something that they give in hospice when you're getting ready to go out of this world. They give you morphine. Morphine had me in an itch. I itched the whole epidural out of my back. They didn't even have to take it out. I took it out for them.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Bless your heart on that. So know. how long because
1: were you in labor Anesthesia. He was already down. So I want to say they popped okay, me out. I, well, I went back. I want to say I went back at like 1.30 or 1 o'clock in the morning. They started prepping me for it because I started crying. And I wasn't even crying because I was scared for Demario. Mm-hmm. I was crying because they woke me up out my sleep. Like, <laughs> I
0: you. knew he
1: was going to be okay. <laughs> Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't like, oh, my God. No. What is so- No, no, no. No. You woke me up out of my sleep. Like, I was, and thing about it was, I was nice during my pregnancy. I didn't let nobody have it. Like, when I used to get mad in my pregnancy, I would just eat certain <clears throat> Yeah, I would take and have, eat Wait, a whole what? entire. Stop looking at me like that, DeMario. I would eat a whole entire bottle of serpent. when somebody made me mad. I think that's why he's so hyper now.
0: You ate a whole yep. bottle sir And then Nothing my craziest it, cravings a I had was syrup. watermelon
1: and ham. And it has to be sitting on the floor in the kitchen with all the lights off, with the refrigerator open.
0: <laughs> I knew you were a big fan of watermelon, but mm-hmm. watermelon and ham, it. and it's got to be on literally was sitting on the
1: floor. Oh, and... Shut up.
0: So you basically eating like a goat. If you really want to get chemical with you you would technically eat like used to
1: have like the fruit, not before they like before they had the smoothies, they had like little slushy drinks. I that was my favorite thing to get. Mm -hmm. Like you would like they literally would have to bring me one every day. Yes. And now Demario loves slushies. Like he (laughs) he would call my mama for a blue slushy and some peanuts.
0: Blue slushy and peanuts. Oh man, he ain't into the candy he haven't
2: been in
1: the candy Okay, so you know how I don't like chocolate.
0: Not crazy. Like I candy? hate chocolate.
1: He's the same way.
0: hmm
1: And he loves seafood like I like seafood.
0: I've never I've never been a fan of seafood. I know everybody looks at me all the time they're like, you used to be a personal trainer and stuff. Well I don't eat fish, but don't he eat loves fish. Like, I don't no, like fish. I don't.
1: Like I will eat anything else.
0: I The only thing I knew you for seafood was was kind of shocking. You said oysters, but I couldn't see you doing that. You were so damn picky on I'm eating. Not on that sometimes picky, no. I remember, I, <sighs> shit. There's so many... I know, you, right? You and I'm not even picky like that. No <laughs> <way>. <laughs> like Popeyes, uh, I don't think really. I mean, I might make people mad. I'm not a fan of Popeyes. I'm just not I a fan of it. I mean, the spicy chicken, chicken sandwich. Yes, that's good, but it's not worth being in that well, line for four hours to wait for this. a sandwich. I don't like fried chicken. I'm, period. So that is very true with you. I, I think you fried, the fried only chicken. I don't eat ever, ribs. A, it's fried just,
1: it's a lot going on.
0: So, <laughs> all right. So now Demario is born into the world. What 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 are some of the experiences you had with that? Did you go back to work to right off the rip? I with a C-section. I through,
1: if nobody, it's if harder to say postpartum depression is not real. They are fucking lying. I went through it because when you're sitting in a house all day long, just looking at walls and taking care of a baby, you really like be so depressed. That's why why
0: I wanted to get into this topic because I knew for a fact that you're crazy behind sitting in a room by yourself with a child crying. I know Michelle was losing her mind. I knew for a fact you would probably be pulling your hair out by, by the time of that day. I remember when you were telling me something about it. I was like Michelle's just sitting in her room? Like, and now what? I love being in my
1: this room. This girl like, never
0: stood still going, I anywhere I knew her forever. And Mario dude. be in the living
1: room with his PlayStation and I go get right in my bed. I don't even turn TV. I'm like, I love being in my room. But I guess at that time, because I was still I know, like that time I was still oh, you young. So it was like I felt like at that time, like it was just me. Like, he knew DeMario was born, didn't come to the hospital when DeMario was born, mm-hmm. said he couldn't find a ride, which was a lie. And so... It was just me and Demario. Like, my mama, she would come in and get him. When, like, when she was like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to feed him. I got him. But it was just always just me and Demario. So, oh, my sister come on break and get him. But not being able to go out the house just for a cup of milk or not being able to go out the house just to go do something, it was depressing because all you're doing is just exactly Especially so it's like all you're time doing time is just literally through, so, just yeah. Yeah. in a room by yourself taking care of a baby all day long like I wouldn't trade it for work because like that's how you bond with your child mm-hmm. but it was just like I guess not having the father's help it really made it depressing but after a while mm-hmm. like after I was able to go back to work because after my six weeks was up, I was back at work. Like, back on it full time, doing what I'm supposed yeah. to do back at work. Because I just couldn't just sit there. So, I mean, I went right back to work. I I enjoyed mm-hmm. every bit of it. I even had got two jobs. I had McDonald's and ABC Liquor what Store. What
0: other job did you work? That's right. You did work ABC Liquor Store, which you were a major clutch on that as well. <laughs> we don't go in that story. But obviously, with the father not in the picture, it might have made it better, especially after you. I was looking,
1: situation. but then I
2: think it's like I would be like, well,
1: <laughs> I wish I could have a situation. Cause it was like I didn't.
0: You don't no, Michelle, I'm no, sorry, I know, right God now. Though, you do God not no, want to ever would... have the situation. I I would not wish them on the anyone fight. in my life. And you know I did. So, like literally, I'm I like I'm telling people today, like your worst day, stuff like that, could not compare to something like that. Like literally, I how to say this nicely. Um, in reality, I shouldn't even be here. Like, and be honest, like with stuff like that, that's usually where well, suicide say, is like I can't a big. Say
1: because I had deal a situation in like right. I had Demario, I started dating. And I was dating this man. I was waiting for five months. And basically, you know,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. he
1: became like Demario's adopted dad. Because that was all who Demario knew. But at the same time, that was an abusive mm-hmm. relationship. Like, I got my collarbone broke. Like, I broke my first, first, first right. bone. In that relationship, and then it was like I thought it was okay to stay. After that, because my mom, like my aunt Tina, made me feel like I had to stay because how he, about yeah, basically how he treated me, and I'm just like okay, but life. how how does he treat me? Like it was just arguments and fights, exactly.
0: That's and it was seen like from Tyler Perry movies like that real rich guy like he was amazing in front of people but obviously behind like it the scenes was a beating the living dog crap
1: insecurities almost every other day like i could see a dude that i known for like all my life and i could be like hey what's up and after that they're like what's up we got to catch up i'm like okay cool give me your number and he would think it's something else but anybody that knew me in high school middle school all i hung around was dudes like i really did not get along with the females i hung around dudes so it was just the fact that and after that, after my, what was it? My car window? Car window got bust out. After that, I was like, I, I can't keep doing this. And then he had got a girl pregnant while and her baby's birthday is the day after Demario's. Yeah. So they started seeing how he was to Demario after he had his son, which I knew that was going to happen. Like, if you can't have the mom, why would you want to waste time with the son? And that's how it really was. So, like, I don't
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't wish no situation on nobody, especially like an abusive situation or your situation, because you know, in your situation, I was ready to fight him, and you knew I was. I was about ready to go to Georgia and get hurt myself, and you knew it. <laughs> and you was like, No, nah, I don't do it.
0: The point is. People ask me all the time, why how did I start a professional yeah, wrestling? Is, that is the reason. And you know, <laughs> it's either do something stupid or go get paid and do Mario. something stupid. <laughs> something but I mean, it's uh, dang, yeah. The first bone I ever broke, I and you, you know I was broke. You broke so the first
1: bone. bone I ever broke, and I had literally learned how to pick up the Mario with my left side.
0: hmm Oh yeah, that is right. You did. It. That's right. Yeah. So obviously, after that situation and stuff like that, so obviously Demario now being eight, um, has there ever been anyone considered as a male figure in his life that actually has helped yeah. him in life in ways? Because obviously, you know, Montgomery. That was there a, that is um yeah.
2: I want to say
0: this, like, most of your family's always been yep. real supportive. I, I think I know a dang good portion of them. Obviously, they look at me and be like, oh, the light boy that could play ball. Like, literally, I always got that title thrown in. I was the my only uncle Terry main white guy one that to play basketball. My uncle Terry is one of them, and my cousin, yeah. Robert.
1: Like, Robert is into anime and all like that. He took DeMario to his first anime um convention when it was in Jacksonville last month. So, DeMario, I mean, Robert is DeMario's godfather.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
1: I know for a fact if anything ever happens to okay. me, he's going to Robert. Like, off route. Nobody else can get him but Robert.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's good that he actually has, like, a male figure in his life. Obviously, I, I tell people still to this day. With boys or girls being raised basically by women in ways, it taught it toughens their skin more than anything just because it, it prepares them for stuff like – it's not going to be shocking. Obviously, with me that had two parents, and that's one reason why I got in that crazy behind situation as a way because I was always never – even my mom, like how you just said, like, she would tell you, hey, he treats the Mario good. He treats the Mario good. Obviously, that's too good to be true type scenario. That's kind of like how it was with me. Like, I didn't want to be in a relationship. I didn't want nothing. And my mom and my dad both like, look, you have a kid. You got to stay with them. You have to stay with them, which I know my mom regrets it every single day still. But shit changes. And now I'm married with two kids. Didn't think I would ever have another one. Annabelle is probably making sure I will not go for a third, but yeah obviously people are like, telling me differently. I feel like
1: <laughs> a parent doesn't want to see you go through stuff, but then again in life, you have to go through stuff because they don't really they don't really tell you like nobody gives you a guide you you on what's gonna happen do. in your life. You just have to live it and after that see what happens. And like for that, like I'm I'm starting actually I'm starting to write a book and it's called uh nobody yeah. told me called?
0: You're writing I a book. Really I do. remember and you I used to be like, all about journals and
2: own. stuff like that. do so that. About
1: I do still, I actually still have Are all my no journals.
2: Books?
1: From all the way from middle school all the way to high school to all the oh way through God. life. Like oh. I have all my journals. So I'm actually taking out everything that I wrote in half of them journals and I'm about to actually start writing a book called Nobody told me like i feel like that right there would be something crazy to write about because don't nobody never really tells you like what you have to deal with in life or what's coming or like they can try to diverge you from it but i mean everybody's gonna make their own mind and especially me like nobody told me half the shit that was gonna happen in my life happened so i feel like this book i hope it like helps and guides people?
0: I will say this kind of like the lifestyle you had. You learn to have a tough skin. And you learn not to take bullshit. I, mean, I honestly, have not. I just Why not just finish it out like this? You've been taking a lot of bullshit. You, you've been taking a lot of bullshit in life. So obviously you you prepare yourself and one thing i say a little bit maybe that's also one thing that made you trigger much too because you kind of did let it get to you in ways um obviously i'm very glad to know that you're mellow now which is, i think hell's froze over hearing that um <laughs> i don't know if anybody triggered you as much no as I did. I all I'll y'all see. used to hear maybe I tario like, he might have hit that the boys list have really didn't
1: trigger me I could say that. Y'all didn't really trigger me. Like, in Tario, y'all didn't really... Keith triggered me a lot. Rest in peace, Keith. You know, he triggered me a lot. Uh, I feel like I was more triggered by the females. The females. The surroundings.
0: The surroundings. Yes, the
1: surroundings. Yes, I, the think surroundings. Think that's a good I think I was more triggered by basically... I don't like to see people, like, I'm mean. I know I'm mean. But I don't like to see other people, like, bullied or nothing. Like.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever would be bullied. I'm being cause none of us. Cause I don't think, think I about really it. ever Like, in
1: 6th grade, we were still trying to find our way. 7th grade, we found our way a little bit. 8th grade, we...
2: I'm not saying like we I was, I'm not like saying like
1: everybody, like,
0: I was really like yeah, everybody, anything, but knew like, I knew but like eighth grade, we took every. over that
1: everybody whole school, like, me. after like Keondra and them and all, Emory and them all left we took over that school because we're because think about it middle school, we're the reason why they can't step on the grass, mm-hmm. Fun time. we're the reason why they have mash backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like, we're the reason for half of oh all of that. So, God, like, it's it yeah, April, right. like, it you <laughs> at school. It's just like everybody knew okay, Michelle got an attitude. So, y'all shouldn't probably bother her. Or you shouldn't probably say something to her. And it was just the fact that the matter is, it's just like I used to, I feel like it was too much fakeness around me. Everybody that said that your friend really is not your friend. So it was like I was dealing with that almost constantly. Like every day my name was into something and half of the time I did not even have nothing to do with it. I could miss a whole day of school and they would be like, well, Michelle said this, this and that. And I'm like, I wasn't even here. Like what? I wasn't I remember when they said I had a hate journal (laughs) and I didn't have a hate journal. Like I just, it was like I was always the villain.
0: (sighs) I I I was trying to understand. I was like, if she has a hate journal, why is it bothering anyone? Is she saying it out loud? Like, <laughs> why are we mad about this? Okay, you can hate us, whatever, but just come in front,
2: whatever. Basically,
0: they like, thought I,
1: I had a care. burn book. Like I, was um, like, I don't even know what the
0: hell a hate journal is. Like, like, like off of uh, like, Mean Girls.
1: It just basically like it would say it said she, basically, like <laughs> it said worn the
2: white
1: is basketball. Oh, It just put everybody in a title that they was already known as.
0: <laughs> hey.
1: So it wasn't a hate journal.
0: There you go. Hold up. I did see a book, though. I think Jasmine and them asked me a long time ago. Yeah, way.
1: they wish they could have.
0: They I'm wish I had a say. hate book.
2: Oh, I had so, so many journals. Journal. And I did,
1: so I don't even know what journal they was talking about but I had so many mm-hmm. journals and half the time it was just written by all my feelings <laughs> I had a bunch of feelings and a bunch of emotions
0: oh I know you showed had me a bunch no, of, I had a bunch of emotions know,
1: <laughs> cool. i <I'm> cancer <laughs> what can I say we have emotions
0: oh my gosh I remember the longest time. I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody's got a hint on this. Like, obviously, me and Michelle had some history. Uh, How I got told, God rest his soul, I miss him every single day, is Keith. Keith told me, and I thought it was a joke. And Keith was like, no, what? it's true, it's true. <laughs> Wait, what
1: about you what? wouldn't even <laughs> say
0: nothing. when we found oh. out that actually you, you had a feeling for somebody. Keith yeah, I, I want to I'm I'm using that right now cuz I want to I want to talk a little bit about Keith too on this. Um Keith is actually the one that I told me that Keith you had feelings for me at that time and stuff like that and I was like no she I sent Keith to you. Oh do it. oh there you go.
1: I never, I never. Well, nobody told him I had feelings for
0: them. Uh, I always uh, sent
1: somebody else. There to It read. is like one time, Aaron. got God, daily rested. So I told Aaron that I had feelings for somebody. Aaron went back and did it for me. That was my. That was because remember me and Aaron, we
2: run drama <laughs> queen
1: together. We run drama king and queen together. That was that was my best friend. Keith That's was great. my big. Keith was my big I bodyguard.
0: I don't I could argue with a rock. All right, yeah. I, I do want to finish up on you know that. Uh, one reason why I really was excited about doing this obviously, <laughs> catching up, having a great chat, and oh stuff like that. But um, what memories, ma- memories do you have? Okay, so of we Keith was Light.
1: in fifth period, that we had Miss Tipton <that> and Mr. Booster Bag. Mr. Booster Bad and Keith got into it. Keith told Mr. Booster Bad, you see this foot right here? This one's gonna be walking, but you see this one, it's gonna go up your beep and said it just like that. And I I was like, Oh my god. And that card was the most funniest thing Keith has ever done in his life. Like I
2: just uh I don't know. He passed
0: I will say, I have too many memories of this boy. When, I remember when the show Robin Big came out. And obviously me and Keith posted that prom picture. They literally said that. Yes, right the they road. used to say <laughs> that. I'm Rob and Keith's big, big boy. Like, Keith. Like, me and Keith, I remember when me and Keith met each other. It was seventh grade. Actually, he was just about to go to Yuli. He lived near me. I met him because Brandon Scipio and him were hanging out, and they came to my house and we hung out and played on trampoline for fifteen. God, God only knows, Lord, how many time, how long we played, and like me and him clicked instantly. And I remember we were all looking. I was like, Keith, you need to play football. And we're thinking, yeah, this big boy right here, we gonna be studs. Rest in peace, Keith, Keep but actually i got to say it, bro. Live. I love you with love all my you. heart. When we play Fern Dena, it, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I will say this. We let Keith run the ball in Fern Dena. We've been begging for it every game, every time we let Keith run the ball. And I remember Keith didn't even get – did he get hit? Did he get hit or – no, he fumbled the ball on the touchdown line. And we have never let him hear the end of it. And, man, that next game, key came back. I've, there was nobody going near this man. I, the only time I ever saw this man really mad, I think, it was that day. Keith literally almost killed a whole defense <laughs> in one play.
2: <laughs> yeah, Keith. I was, was like, that I is the him. Michael Keith
0: Orr was like moment a right there.
2: Teddy
1: Bear, really, honestly, <laughs> like he was like Keith kept us laughing with all the jokes he cracked. Like he was just amazing.
0: My heart would hurt as many times we would laugh with him. Like, gosh, I have so many. That's how me and D berry got close. Like me and Jeremy were never really like a click in ways, like when Tario moved in with D and them, like obviously I was gonna be known out there more because me and Ontario, yeah, I mean,
2: damn, me and Tario have been
0: best of friends for freaking ever since fifth grade, I think. So, and his brother Kelvin, like, See, I, that's how I it have was so me, many memories. Me but and Aaron
1: started off with Keith, two, man, four like, together, and then we went into like middle school together and then I left y'all in Fernandine and he would never, Aaron would never let me live that down Aaron was like you need to come back to Fernandine and graduate with us you need to come back to Yulee. you are not supposed to be in Fernandine I'm like who are y'all telling this to Like, tell that to my mama I know I'm not supposed to be here and then like after like what after high school like me and him well yeah after high school we lost contact and we got in contact with each other again like hey I'm on no thing bye toodles sorry he's playing among us so he was like we went out together and everybody thought Aaron was my boyfriend like he was like oh your boyfriend I was like that's not my boyfriend then they realized when he started twerking that's not her boyfriend and like me and him we had fake names together he was Xavier and I was Brittany so (laughs) of course you know Xavier and Brittany we went together like and then when I moved to Jacksonville the day before he had died, we had talked, and I was supposed to hang out that weekend. So now I just talk to his mama every other day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have a lunch date coming up with her.
0: Yeah, I, I, me and Aaron, I don't know if I was per se a close one, but I I knew, him. and obviously everyone was i will say this about our class we were all very very tiny in ways like there was no really a category like your Goss, obviously the nerds and stuff like that it was kind of like all in one click and when aaron's telling you hey you need to graduate you we were all super super close i tell people all the time like if you really think yeah. of a real close-knit class i would say class of 2011 Class two thousand eleven was attached to the hip in ways like we
1: like if something happened we were like all big us, family, in we place. all gonna be and like dang like it'll be shot. like when because I had bad. went yeah. to my granny house that night to go pick up Demario because I had just got from work and she was like did you just hear I said hear what she was like Mm -hmm. before you got here I was like what are you talking about she said the MLs was here I said okay for what you're not telling me anything and you're still standing here so I know it ain't you so who is it she was like keep that I said huh I was like keep who because you know that's the first thing you ask somebody because Fernena and Yuli is so small it's about five different people running around with name keep and I thought they were talking about my sister cousin and I was like oh okay Keith Moore, that said, she told me some no. Keith White, I said, huh? I'm sorry, what? No, run that back by me again. Uh,
2: yeah, because then you messaged me, messaged me, and I me was just Facebook. like,
1: I just
0: found and, out. Um,
1: <laughs> I was like, I just like, like everybody that kept messaging me.
0: No, the craziest thing. No, and the craziest thing is, like everyone messaged me right off the rip. Like Miss Amos messaged Samantha. Samantha uh, told me about it because obviously I had that hack profile issue and all that stuff, so no one had my actual profile yet. Um, Samantha gave Miss Amos my info. She wouldn't tell Samantha right off the rip what was going on. She calls me and tells me that Keith passed, and I was like, how? Like, for real? I just talked to him two days ago, and she was like, yeah, and then obviously there was rumors going around saying like oh he died of this and that. I was like no it was not. I didn't know it wasn't that. And like people kept messaging me like hey I know y'all were close whatever. I was like yeah we were close. I mean were we close outside of high school yes. like as close as we were in high school? No. Everybody had a life and and I will say this one thing about Keith Keith, Keith was the one best thing I'll say about Keith and I love this from every minute of it was Keith wanted to be a dad Keith wanted to be a father and I remember when Keith told me about him and Justice I thought it was a joke and found out it was real (laughs) she was just not showing at all or anything I was like that's funny Keith like how many times you gonna keep telling me she's pregnant (laughs) like we, me and Justice talked about that when we caught back up earlier like it was just like it's still unbelievably it really is. too good to be true. Um, the one thing I'll say about our teachers telling us, like, that I, one thing I'll say about teacher-wise, Miss Amos, I don't know if you know her, was literally everything for me to succeed. And if it weren't for this woman, I would not have graduated high school, and I probably wouldn't even went and played anything in college. Because this woman... Changed so many things outlook-wise. She was real with me, Mario, Jeremy, Keith, all of us. Like we tell her all the time. Like she was the main reason why we did something in the world. We done something in this life. And I remember the one time she was in the classroom with us, and she told me, "Y'all look around, appreciate who's around you. Look around, because in ten years." Not everyone will be in this room. And as joker, if we take it and stuff, we kind of looked at it and it was like, it kind of gave us a reality check. It hit us in ways. And we're like, oh man. And then we were like just sitting there looking around.
1: Exactly. Like you damn when sure I got message about Aaron. A when I got a message about Aaron, you, I was driving home. Emmered really Clark took in messaged me on um Instagram, was like you know, Aaron died. And I was like, and then again, once again, I know about five, like, Aaron favors. I thought she was talking about Aaron favors. I said, what, Aaron? She said, the gay one. I said, what gay one? She said, the white one. Aaron filling I said, um, no, you're lying. You're definitely lying. We just talked. He's not dead.
2: Hmm.
0: makes you realize life is you don't take it for granted and one thing I'll say about Keith is a damn good father oh yeah he I've was I've known him of he was a damn good husband to his beautiful wife and um they might have had exactly. some troubles in the past and stuff like that but still I mean what couple hasn't obviously with me with me I say the stuff that I went through helped me come out. When I say come out, definitely I mean, was, like, and I just hated that. Express myself because I was quiet. I was really quiet for the longest. time. Like I was very quiet. I, I kind of just kept it myself in place. Like literally, reality. Your behind was probably only really the first person. I, I hated the fact area. that you was quiet because like, I felt if like you really want to get real with them, Like if was somebody together. tried you, but,
1: I would snap on them. And you would just let it go, and that's all I ever wanted for any and everybody that ever got bullied or ever called me. And be like, hey, somebody's bothering me. Like, that's how me and Aaron got close. Somebody tried Aaron, and I had to snap on them. Like, I just want everybody to like to just speak up for themselves. Like, you took you five times. Oh, I spoke up just fine.
0: I was too, just like, hey. hey.
1: I never wait, did I meet your dad? You I saw met your my mom. dad. Like uh,
0: anyway, I, like, I tell people oh, all the time. I did. You met my dad. You looked at me like, oh my gosh, like your dad just he talks to you. Oh like yeah, there, I did I like, meet Yeah, your dad. That's the way I, I am. That's why it doesn't bother me. <laughs> like don't think don't think Tario, Keith, and Jeremy and then were exaggerating when they said, hey, his dad lets him have it. Like my dad. I remember Tari would just come over just to get my dad mad, just so he could say something stupid to me. Like literally, like if you really think about it, like those were the reasons why how I was who I was. Because like, yes, I there was nobody more scarier Terry. than Monica I Terry. thought than my dad. Like in reality, was, my dad. And you
1: know me, I'm not terrified.
0: Of nobody, I like, was I'm not terrified, terrified of mama. this man for I'm the longest.
1: Terrified of my granny, but mom Terry. He could just say Michelle. I'm like, huh, what I done did now? Like
0: to this day. There you go. I mean, just stuff like that. I mean, I'd say wrestling really helped me with that part, which is funny. Like how you said I was, you would say I'm shy. But when I was on that basketball court, it was a whole different game. Like you wouldn't even notice. <laughs> so it was like literally in ways like, and then when the wrestling thing, like I was never shy going out in that ring, never shy ever. You when were I never ever went out shy. There. No, Lord, I would never say I was never nervous. Never I was never shy. Every show, but okay,
1: you was just you weren't even really quiet.
0: Uh-huh. Now you said.
2: Now you said.
1: You hung out with Antonio and Jeremy. Them.
0: You weren't
1: quiet. <laughs>
0: Hey, I had a good laugh for everybody. Oh, when I was around them, they, they embraced my show. In ways, like, you couldn't yes, be quite Lord. around Jeremy and Ontario. Tario would have me laughing over the stupidest thing. Like, if anyone else said it, Calvin I could not was laugh. Just... But if it was Tario or Kelvin or saying it, that's it. Keith, Keith had a way with that. Keith had a way where he could just say the stupidest things or just the noises that he would make. And it would just have you chuckling so hard because you knew Keith was going to laugh first. And just the way that that big old smile would go, it was just like, it it was going to be funny regardless. Because Keith laughing at it, like like you were not going to be able to control yourself to laugh.
1: And I remember, no, that was Mr. Scott class. It was Mr. Scott class. He farted and got put out. And then Ashton. He used to oh, always you know, piss off uh, what was her name, Miss Miss King, Miss Something, whatever her name was, and get put out of the classroom because he'll walk around talking about something bowling. I know I talked to him the other day.
0: I miss him. I'm still He's I'm in still in right
1: contact now. with everybody I went to school
0: with. That's my buddy.
1: They're shocked that I'm not an ugly duckling anymore, but ah. Uh. <laughs> Y'all, if y'all don't know, I was an ugly duckling, okay? I'm not even familiar <laughs> like with y'all. I was really, really skinny. I, I finally got a little bit of weight on me. I was really, really skinny. And I couldn't dress for nothing in the world. And my mama would not keep my hair done. <laughs> so, it's just, hey, just, I was an ugly duckling in that. middle school, <laughs> in high school. And now y'all can't say nothing to me because i blossomed. them. I, I, I wear glasses
0: oh. now. <laughs> oh, you blossom now, huh?
1: Okay. I wear glasses now. I can't see at night. <laughs> no. You try driving to Jacksonville can't on them see dark see at
2: roads.
1: all at night? It's, it's, it's dark. See, I don't oh, have I to do be that out my door, that, that's gotta be my door. I go to work at 3 a.m. every like day. Just to get DeMario on the bus, because DeMario actually goes to school in Fernandina. I work in Fernandina still.
0: So you take him from Jacksonville all the way to Fernandina every day?
1: I'm not at Walmart anywhere. I work okay, at so Science work at the, First uh, Warehouse.
0: Walmart. hmm
1: I build science kits all day. Science
0: First Warehouse? I've never heard of that one. Okay. There you go. Hey, I'm glad everything's going out for well for you. Um oh Anything you want to finish
1: on? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. So I just
0: I want everybody to
2: I love that part. That just Anything you, you are a single on,
1: parent does not mean um, that that person is single. Okay. There, <laughs> just in the in the because I hate when people be like oh you're a single parent oh okay so that means you're single no I'm not a parent and you are the only parent that's involved in taking care of them you are a single parent now. Let me explain this to y'all because some of y'all be acting like y'all know. A single parent is the only parent. They do not get child support. They do not get help from the other parent. If you are getting child support, you are not a single parent. You are getting help. If the father of that um child is in their life and they are helping you and they are co-parenting, you are not a single parent. You are a co-parent. I mean, I hate when I have to explain that to people because people <laughs> are like, oh, I'm a single parent, but he calls point. parents. You're not a single parent. You're a co-parent. But I will say this to my females. <laughs> I will say this to anybody that's out there that is a hey, single that, parent that, that is that making me. it happen. That, like, stay true to yourself. Be proud of yourself. Because being a single parent is not the most, it's, it's not the easiest thing in the world. It looks, we make it look easy. Like, I know I make it look easy mm-hmm. because I have role models that showed me how to. Like, my mother, she was a single parent of two two girls. So, I learned from my mother. And my granny was also a single parent of three kids. Mm-hmm. So, I learned from them. And if you have that family support, like, be grateful for it. Because some people out here don't even have that type of support. Like, some people is out here real deal thugging it out by themselves. Like, they have to find babysitters. They have to pay for babysitters. They have to do it. But if you have that family support, like, be real grateful for it. Because I know I'm grateful for my my family because it does take a village to raise a child, especially in this time and age, especially since I'm I'm raising a, a African-American son. So I have to basically just make sure that he's okay and understand what goes on in this world. So, like, any single parent out there, if you're a single mom, dad, Keep your head up, cause this 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 crap is not easy at all. I just make it look easy. That's that cocky side. I just make it look easy, oh. but it's oh, not. <laughs> it's it's.
0: Oh man! There's I spend a- money There's on a- shoes every right freaking that- three months, thing. cause he's
1: hard on shoes. I have to learn about anime and Among Us, so I can keep up with what he's doing. School isn't that bad. He loves math. I know, right? That's shocking. Because I love science. He loves math.
0: What? That's a big that's a big deal. My son absolutely he has Demario didn't start talking until he's like four or
1: five. So we struggled with that. Now we're struggling with the reading part.
2: Um, he's I mean, back in hey, first
1: because I would refuse time. to send Obviously, my son back to. I refused enough? to send my son to second grade when he was having trouble with reading and wasn't reading. So I refused to send him to second grade. I would have felt mm-hmm. like I was a bad parent if I would have sent him there, and he's struggling, and I'm watching him struggle, mm-hmm. and that messes up a child's like. That messed up a child's self esteem. Like my child said, "Mommy, am I stupid?" One day, and I had to tell him, "No, you're you're not oh, at yeah, all." Yeah. Like so, I put him back in first grade, so I know that he can retake in what he needs to know, so he won't feel like that in second grade.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, I mean, there's obviously special other programs too, but then ways like. Obviously, I was in one of those for a while just because of freaking FCAT. Um, yeah. Those make you question. You didn't understand like, FCAT. Your your knowledge on things, and that's uh, no. The way it was. You
1: didn't understand I don't know FCAT. How
0: to explain it. Like when I first moved. You moved, moved here, from how Miami. I, it moved the same
1: here? testing in Miami, just called something different.
0: No, I didn't know. I didn't know what an FCAT was.
1: No, Y'all yeah, live, live in no, Connecticut? No. when
0: my dad was stationed over in Connecticut. For really? a little bit. I When I first moved down. Here. Yeah, I was born in Connecticut. I honestly <laughs> know. I thought he was
1: right. How from you
0: know your friend? All right, here we go. He told me he was Expose from Miami. Oh.
1: He catfished oh. me.
0: I lived there for a little bit, yes, but not.
1: You know, catfishing. Oh, yeah. Catfishing okay. wasn't a thing well,
0: back yeah. in the day All because. Right. This is how long this
1: no, because, you know, My Space had just came out like when we was in, like, 8th grade. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was 8th grade, because that's when me and Jacqueline became friends. It was 8th grade.
0: Oh, seventh. It was 7th it was grade, because I got really excited. Because you want to know how I remember oh, it was 7th yeah, grade? Because Ashton grade. would not shut up about that day. Bowling song. That was literally... So we would deck out our Facebooks, I'm in our MySpace wait, and straight wait, basketball wait. thing and Ashton would have that stupid song playing all the time.
1: Uh, Arthur Schumann, that's what I was dating. I don't know. Yeah, y'all, y'all let me do some crazy things in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're not real friends, y'all. They let me do some crazy things in my life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. We, we need to really get this going. All right. Um, Anything you want to say to anyone that obviously, well, well, best way to put it. Oh, uh,
2: that's not uh, what, a what's movie. That It's some, a TV movies, show. A uh, show,
0: uh. 16 and Pregnant, whatever. Um. Okay. Okay. I got that. But what I'm saying is, you know how, like, it embraces it kind of, in a way, I'm going to sit here and say this. I think they're making it sound like it's the best thing in the world because guess what? MTV is going to pay for you to basically do this because you're not going in there doing kids. that and not getting paid. I don't care what anyone says; they have showed these behind the scenes things. Like pregnancy is not short and sweet. Like no, it's not the sweet and dandiest thing. Like they show some. on sixteen pregnancy like stuff like a sweet and that.
1: Some people they um, not Well, half of them do be psychos. Oh yeah,
0: they'll, they'll portray some portrayed. of these people true. like they're freaking psychos. Like, what was that? Mm. Oh no, 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 no! I know. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, I think MTV promoted it for so much, and obviously, we we just see it. Obviously, you it's it's something that you grow up on, and it's like, oh, you oh, watch okay, this on so, TV, so guess what? Uh, you get no. School. Don't get, like, pregnant hey, you get pregnant at 16. One of my cousins got pregnant at 16, at 16 like and, and oh,
2: oh, she
1: got pregnant at 16. Um. <laughs> I put it like this. Just use protection. If you're going to be out here slanging it and dangling and you know that you're not going to be a parent because I'm telling you now, going to an abortion clinic
0: I did not want you to start stuff like this. I was trying to have you take. Okay, hey, i would put like this. Keep your confidence lost, up. I, don't seem like you're the worst person in, in the world. I, I don't you know, the I don't
1: remember it. I just remember who it was with. Like it's it's not gonna be <laughs> it's not gonna be like how you portray it, like in a movie. Like it's, it's gonna nice be movie. lovely, romantic. It's really not. Uh I got told if you love me, you will give it up. That's what I got told. Like on SEX when she was like, if he said if he loves you, then you'll really give it up. Um I feel like just wait. <laughs> no, no, just just wait. Like, don't,
0: this don't is rush into, down you
1: If you know you're not ready to have sex at 16, 15, 14, 13, don't rush into it. Males, on the other hand, they think that they'd be ready, but they really don't. Just don't rush into it. Like just cause a man tell you that you're pretty, so what every man that tells me I'm pretty and beautiful I don't get into bed with him I really don't unless it's unless it's my boyfriend now well other than that you know if just just wait i don't I don't know if they still have the abstinence programs like I was in I was in two abstinence programs. <laughs> That'll make it no better. But I was in at two athletes programs, and um, honestly, no, because <laughs> hey, I don't have to give this into like some good times. Okay? But know honestly, I feel like I feel like if you doing it just because <laughs> you love someone, that's not love. So it's just, just wait. Like, don't rush to grow up because people feel like when they lose their virginity they've grown and you're not grown you're still a child like you get pregnant it's it's not worth it being pregnant at 16 i mean i know a bunch of people that got pregnant at 16 some people my cousin she got pregnant while she was in high school and she she's doing wonderful that's great but she has that backbone of a family too as well i just doesn't i don't wish that on nobody to get pregnant i don't wish I don't wish getting pregnant. I don't miss domestic violence. I don't wish being raped. I don't wish that on no one because there are things right there that women have to struggle with. So it's just just because he says he loves you, he says that you're beautiful. Don't that don't mean you got to sleep with him when he when a man tells you that you're beautiful for a little boy tell you that you're beautiful. Be like okay, and my daddy said I'm beautiful too. So next, like your confidence have to be. Because your confidence has to be high. Like you gotta like some of these females, like they really gotta be like, huh, I know I look good, but you can't get me. That's how you gotta be. But then again, men find it cute playing hard to get because for some odd reason people think my meanness is a cute thing, and I don't understand why because I'm I'm dead ass mean in real life.
0: You might, oh, you know what? You record, you're on the other side. I used to call you like a little you could ask, you could ask the person I date. You you were were just a feisty thing, like, literally. I would
1: he hates the fact that I am mean. He learns to, I
0: I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. And I give him a big, and
1: I am, I am perfectly thankful for that. You know, he might be the one that I get. 'Cause I was already married once, but he might be the one. Oh. But that one don't count because I got it resolved in 90 days. So he might be the one, you know, to keep me calm and mellow. I did, I got it all in 90 days.
0: You, you, said, you are so damn we're supposed to finish this episode. You haven't pregnant. On
1: what in the world to talk with you? Especially if your hold on if your mom was a 16 and pregnant, then you definitely Girl, she should definitely have a conversation with you, Especially if she was 16 and pregnant. Like my mom was 20 going on 19 going on 20 when she had my sister and 20 going on 21 with me. So I wish she would have had that conversation with me instead of putting me in absent programs and then after that, maybe I would have had Demario But
0: <laughs> no, I mean. It teaches you things. It teaches you <laughs> life in ways. You really experience life when you have a kid. And one thing I'm gonna finish up on this part is for anyone that feels like obviously you're being trapped, you're being you need action, talked upon, whatever. I mean, words only action. go so far. And like how you oh it. never mind,
1: you don't want huh? action always,
0: not always. Not always. I mean, just really you gotta realize, you, like, you don't you live for pleasing babies. other people, and that's the. one thing. Or have mercy! All right, Michelle, I appreciate you doing this with me today. Um.
1: Oh my God! Yes.
0: Um. Sure. Do you want to plug in your social medias or <laughs> anything? And um. Like I do like have Facebook. <laughs> oh, my
1: people. name on Facebook <laughs> is Michelle Johnson that's another story and um my instagram is shellbell722 no it's shellbell613 it's shellbell613 and my snapchat is shellbell613 and it's not with an s it's with a c and it only has one e so a c h e l l b e l l because people don't know how to spell shell. They want to spell it like it's the thing on the freaking beach, and it's not. It's shell with a C. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. I knew I was getting into this, but Michelle, I appreciate you doing this. You definitely have had some laughs with me today. Uh, it was good to almost 30. basically go back and pass we like it's th- crazy. To almost 30 It's been that oh. far gone. Don't rub it. I'll be
1: thirty in not
0: July. Really do. do not start this. I was starting in July. I was literally about to put you over again, the and then you say some stuff like that.
1: I don't look thirty something.
0: I was going to say Keith and Aaron stuff like that. Say like it me. was
1: good to talk about Keith and I'm Aaron. Not,
0: I'm not editing anything else out of this thing, even though I need to. Even though I need to edit your whole wedding. Oh my goodness. All right. I I just wanted to say like fun times. Obviously, we had two two individuals that literally meant a lot for growing up and obviously making you realize what reality really is in life. Um Yes. Rest in peace to Keith White. Rest in peace to Aaron Fillinger.
2: Did you Um
0: you you've definitely came a very long way. And one reason why I wanted to do this episode was because I wanted to do kind of like a reunion type thing in a way, and also how we knew each other <laughs> so much. Even funnier, there's I some stuff you we didn't know. You
1: told me my like,
0: I didn't know you went to a private story. school for a year, especially that school. I wait. told you I was wait. born
1: in New I thought London, you had big nose because
0: That's the you reason know. why I got the big nose, Michelle.
1: Like, literally, come on. And wait. New London. What the heck?
0: Oh, you are? You learned when I was Jewish? I'm going with this. Buzz on Marley. Ow. I'm about to hang this thing. No, you did not just say some mess like this. <laughs> I'm
1: not Jewish. Oh, my bad. How long have we known? No. Here? How long no, have we no, known? I each other? right there is a lie. You even to don't go to church with, with me, everybody.
0: I oh. no, uh, no. We did go to a church one time. It was that one Wednesday <sighs> thing. If I freaking remember, ooh, hey. I'm yeah, well, yeah, okay. Who's got the memory problems now? Okay. Huh? To Affinity and Beyond. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, all right. I gotta go start. Michelle, I appreciate you doing that. I hope you have a good day. Oh, I'm done. Oh, ooh. don't
1: drink and dry. Okay, oh. then, let's wrap this up. Oh,
0: that's the way to end it. Good job. Good job. All right, guys, time to get go home, Q. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Michelle Johnson for coming on here today, bringing up some great memories, some great laughs, and apparently thinking I'm Jewish, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's supposed to be my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, I'm still curing from this. Uh, It was fun. I'm not going to lie. Uh. It's been a while since me and Michelle really got to sit down and talk. So it was awesome chat. Want to simply tell her how good of a mom and how great a job she is doing. All around that she is doing for her son, her, and her goat. Yeah, that one I'm still mind blown on. And she was wanting another one. So guys, if you are out in the Fernandina area... You might witness a goat over in the O'Neill side. So, the infamous goat that lives in O'Neill. Yeah. Named Spartacus. Yeah. That, that's a fact. Even crazier. Wow. But, like I said again, I would like to thank Michelle for coming on here. Um... If y'all like this episode, guys, please give us a like, subscribe, a follow on all our social media platform accounts. You can follow me on Facebook at the real buzzing with Marlo, uh, Facebook page. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at buzzing with Buzz buzzing with, um, also on Instagram at buzzing with Marlo. Um, like I said, like, subscribe, follow uh, all the platforms that you can listen to me. Uh, the main platforms that I know right off of my head for Dag, I'm sure, is Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, the big one, Spotify, um, Breaker, Castbox. Those are just the name a few for sure that I know from from the back of my head. Uh, like I said, we're still working on getting on Apple products, uh, Apple podcasts. We're almost there. We're almost in the works. And like I said, on podcast one as well. So I'm looking forward to that. But, guys, it's time to wrap it up. I uh, hope everyone has a great weekend. Um, and I will officially be 30 tomorrow. So. Let's finish this off like we always do, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everyone washes their hands. Stay stay, stay clean, do what you gotta do, protect what you got, and I'll be back when I have more bzzz down the road. Later! Alright, I want to give a major shout-out to KC Graphics. Um, they literally... Are phenomenal. I just had them do my wild boys flags for upcoming for Panama. Uh, phenomenal look, they did a, such a great job, detailed everything. And not only do they do flags, guys, they do backpacks, uniforms, wedding invitations, pictures you name it. If you want it, they will make it. Uh, they will not disappoint you. And if you need to get a hold of them, check them out on Facebook and Instagram at KC Graphics Design. Uh, That is KC Graphics Design. I'm telling y'all, y'all will not be disappointed. Uh, They do phenomenal. Check them out. KC Graphics. I want to tell everyone to vote for Maximum Cover Girl. That's right, guys. One of our very own Samara Ham, outside of Yuli, um, is in the running for Maximum Cover Girl. She is currently in second place, y'all. What you do, you have to go on to Maximum website and put your Facebook login inside of it, so they know that it's officially you to vote for the Maximum Cover Girl. That's right, guys. Vote for Samara Ham for Maximum Cover Girl. Good luck to her. How's it going, everyone? Warren Marlowe off of Buzzin' with Uh, Marlowe. If you haven't, I know with any platform that you are on, uh, to keep having us grow more and more, uh, we are so grateful that we've gotten an iHeartRadio gig. We would like everyone to like, subscribe, and just add our channel it helps us keep growing more and more also leave five star review uh, leave reviews um what we also do is post little messages leave us some messages of what how y'all think about each episode what y'all what y'all got out of it what what do y'all want us to talk about what do you want us to kind of get the topics on a little bit i mean it's anything and everything so like i said everyone please like and subscribe on any platform that you are listening to us on we greatly appreciate it also stay tuned every friday for buzzing with marlo thank y'all and have a blessed day